know how to start these. <laughs> right. Well, the good thing is, like, I can just crap it out. Yeah, so no, I'm fine. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to leave it to you to start them all okay. the time. It's fine. Hello, welcome to what Steph and Tay have to say about having a competitive mindset. Um, this is week two, episode two. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Me too. Um, so... We have a few questions that we were asked about having competitive mindsets. So, the first is, what mindset do you approach your sport with? Why is it important? How do each of you dig deep when you are competing? Does it look different as a weightlifter compared to a crossfitter? So, we'll run through all those questions and probably end up rambling a little yep. bit. <laughs> yep. But, that's okay. Well, so. so, what mindset do you approach your sport with? So we talked last week about how we both kind of have different sports that are related. So maybe we can kind of go through, obviously, the different ways that both of us do that. So Taylor, what mindset do you approach weightlifting with? Like, what does that mean to you? Maybe we should back up a little bit. Talk about mindset in general. Yeah. And like, what, like, when we talk about mindset, what that means. Yeah. Okay, so actually, it's October. Yeah. Yeah. So last November, I went to Florida and I read A Champion's Mindset. Mm. And like, it was a really good book, but also it wasn't kind of like what I was hoping it to be, which kind of sucks. But it talked obviously a lot about mindset in terms of being an athlete. Um, but I think that it's something that even non-athletes should read. Like mm. if you're just in the gym or doing CrossFit for fun or weightlifting for fun, like it's still something that you can take away from. And a lot of it, for me, like, mindset is literally all or nothing. Like, if your mind's not in it, your body's not going to be in it either. Um, and obviously, like, if your body's not feeling 100%, like, your mind is sometimes the only mm. thing that can get you to do what you have to do. So, I think a lot of that also is associated with like positive versus negative like self-talk and like all yeah. that i was just gonna say um, how you talk to yourself yeah so i guess i always tell people like if you go into the gym and say you're gonna fail squat then yeah no mm. fucking shit you're gonna fail squat because yeah. <laughs> you already told yeah, yourself you're that being negative. um so like speaking it into existence and having that as cliche as it is open mindset <laughs> no i think that's true but i feel like mindset in general I think both of us can agree that it's not just something you have for your sport like it carries over into the whole rest of your life yeah like it's not something like you flip a switch and you're like oh I'm going to the gym now like time to have my growth mindset like no you have <laughs> yeah. it for the like your whole life and I think at least for me I don't know if you if like discovered this yet but working on my mindset for my workouts and like my training and my sport has given me so much more into like my daily life Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm a totally different person because of the mindset I've cultivated for CrossFit. Yeah. I think for me, it's been almost in like waves because of having my knee surgery. Mm. I literally, I had that mindset before I had my knee surgery like that I was going to do a bodybuilding show. Did I ever tell you that? Yes. <laughs> okay. You brought it up last time. I did. Okay. <laughs> I can remember. So the mindset was going to do a bodybuilding show and then that like shattered and then like having to like. <clears throat> I guess, like, not even, it was almost pivoting that mindset and shifting it into, okay, well, now I have to change it into what am I going to do to 
get better and get healthier again so I can do the things I love. And it's not something where, okay, I had knee surgery. Like, I just forget about what a positive mindset is. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so eager to get back into the gym. A week after, the doctor said, okay, go do upper body. You can only sit down. You can't even stand. I was like, okay. And he goes, go on the bike, like, walk. Don't go on the stairs. And the stairs honestly felt good on my knees. So I was like, screw this. I'm going to do what feels good. Um, But my mindset was still positive throughout it. And if I didn't have that, then I probably, who knows, never would have gotten back into, like, the gym. Like, five weeks is a long time to fall off. And I was so eager because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get past this. And having, if I had a fixed mindset, like, oh, shit, like, I'm never going to be able to do this again, Mm. then I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Granted, I was trying to take it easy with my knee because I didn't want to re-injure it. And, like, overworking it is 100% what made me get the surgery. But I didn't have that mindset that, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this again. Mm -hmm. I just knew it was going to take a little bit more time to get back to where I was but that kind of helped with the whole motivation aspect because then it was a challenge it was a new challenge and I think that's like flipping that and looking at it as a challenge is like an example of working on your mindset oh yeah a thousand percent I read mindset by Carol Dweck that was a good book I finished it around like a month ago and I mean like Obviously, you know, I'm walking on the treadmill reading my book. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's what I do. <laughs> but all these things, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is where it's applied in life or this is where I need to work on it. And I guess realizing that I was doing a lot of things that she was talking about kind of made me feel better because I, it almost wasn't intentional at that point. I was like, oh, I do this. This is weird. Yeah. To read about what you're doing already and then to read about the stuff that, you could be working on or even this was like crazy reading about the fixed mindset and being able to pick out the people in my life that oh have my the fixed god mindset. I, <laughs> I was like whoa yeah. i gotta get away from that but <laughs> also i feel like i was reading that and i was like when were the times that i did this and yeah like, i was not like ashamed but i was like wow like i could see myself doing those yeah. like, fixed mindset things in situations where like i was like wow i hope nobody saw that as me being in a fixed mindset you know what I mean like I was so aware of it and I was like I don't want to be that person for anybody else yeah you know yep I saw something I actually shared on Instagram from Justin Sua and he posted yesterday about like being a fountain versus being a drain did you see that yes and I feel like that's like what that was all about like so for those of you that didn't see Justin Sua posts like all these I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right S-U-A okay all these um (laughs) inspirational motivational quotes like almost every day And the one he posted yesterday was, like, this long, drawn-out post. And it was explaining that in life there are two people. And there's, like, one fountain and one's a drain. And the fountain is, like, always bringing people up and is always positive when they have to be, which I kind of want to circle back to in a second. But they're either way they – I forget what – I'm going to pull it up – why they called it a fountain. Um, And then the other one was a drain. And it was someone that's, like, always negative and just makes – literally, like, drains the energy out of the room. And I feel like anybody that is in that category is, like – a fixed mindset and I feel like I was in that category for a long time especially in college and I started working on that after listening to Ben Bergeron's podcast Chasing Excellence and his number one thing was like you will not succeed in life or in your sport if you have a fixed mindset yeah and 
I don't know. I just feel like that, if going back to that question, like what mindset do you approach your sport with? I didn't really know how to answer that until just now. And I feel like it's, you have to have a growth mindset. Yeah. And you have to be okay with failing. And that ta- she in Carol Dweck's book, she talked about being okay with failing mm-hmm. and seeing it as a challenge and obviously growing from it and being open to a challenge. Honestly, I remember in high school playing volleyball mm-hmm. games, the games I hated the most were the ones that I knew were going to be an easy win because it wasn't fun. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have the one handed to me. As there's plenty of people that would love to have <laughs> a an easy win, a game handed to them, but I'm like, this is boring. I don't want to do this. Mm. Like, that's not fun to me. And so the bodybuilding thing for me was going to be, okay, cool, competition. Like, this is cool. I get to challenge myself. And I really did. Like, I was probably way more strict then than I am now. And I should probably, like, get back to, like, some old vibes because I – I would go out to the bar and literally not drink. Like people would put drinks in my face, and I'm like, mm, "Nope, that has sugar in it." Um, like I don't want your cranberry vodka with all the sugar. I was like, "Just give me the vodka." But I was like so focused on like just challenging myself and like looking at every little thing as a challenge. Like, can I do this? And then getting into like powerlifting, I just missed competing and. I knew it wasn't even, uh, yes, it was against other people, but it was more for like me to compete against myself because that's when I really started lifting heavy again mm-hmm. after my knee surgery. So to have something where it was like, okay, you're going to test yourself yeah. and see if you can beat what you've done was something that like I gravitated towards and I really missed. But if I didn't have a growth mindset, then I probably would have failed at that sport and weightlifting. Yeah, that's fair. Um, do we want to talk about growth versus fixed mindset anyway? Like, I feel like yeah. we're, like, throwing those terms out. Yeah. But, like, people might <laughs> no, not someone's know. Someone's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. So, <laughs> a fixed mindset is basically, like, you know, the usual example is you feel like, you know, let's say you're at the gym and you want to try to do a pull-up. And you're like, oh, I can never do a pull-up. Like, that's a fixed mindset. But if you say, like, I can't do a pull-up yet – that's where it kind of flips into a growth mindset. And that's like the very oversimplified, but it's yeah. basically just the idea that like where you're at now and the traits that you have and the talents and skills that you have are all you're ever going to have. And it doesn't matter like how hard you work, you're probably going to still have those traits. Do you want to add to that? Yeah. And a lot of it too is I, I associate a fixed mindset with negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. So if you say, oh, I'm dumb or I'm fat or I can't do this, I can't do that and you don't actively try to fix it then or change it, <clears throat> then yeah, obviously you're gonna stay there. So you're fixed in that one spot, you're fixed in that category that you put yourself in. And if a challenge comes up, you usually take the easier route. Mm-hmm. Like you look for the easy way out, you look for something that's comfortable, that you know that you don't have a chance of failing at. Yeah. Um, it's just easier to kind of coast by than put yourself out there and yeah. fail. Like if you're really good at math and then you have to take an art class and you have the option, like you're going to stick with math. Yeah. Because that's what's comfortable. That's what's easy for you. So I think that's like the best way to put it in terms of. Yeah. No, that, I agree. And how that translates into our sports is like both of us, I, like 
I hope this doesn't offend you, but we've both failed probably more times oh, yeah. than we've <laughs> yeah. done well. Like, yeah. I can think of all the times in the garage that we failed yeah. lifts that were, like, horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. But, that, like, and if we had a fixed mindset and, like, let that get to us every single time we failed, like, we... we would have gotten in our curtain Yeah, left. and, like, hysterically <laughs> cry. Like, I'd be curled yeah. up on the couch right now. So we... And honestly, I don't know... Maybe you can talk a little more about the weightlifting side of things. But for CrossFit, there are so many different skills. Like, you can be great at running and then suck at weightlifting. So, (laughs) like, you can't just be good at the things you're good at and, like, be comfortable there if you ever want to succeed. You have to then go and do the things that you don't like and that you're not good at and learn to love them. And that's kind of where that growth mindset comes into, at least with CrossFit. So, for weightlifting, I literally hate this because... Like, you're always going to nitpick something. That not, it's never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes that almost is, like, a fixed mindset thing that you, you have to break yourself out of mm-hmm. because I'm sitting here like, oh, wow, well, I could be doing this, this, and this and not enjoying the process. But it also, I can flip it and look at it and say, okay, well, this is what I need to work on uh, to so it looks better, the lift is better, and... To practice it and so that's where like it's a challenge and the growth mindset comes in but I guess accepting that there's always room to grow mm. and not settling for oh well it was good enough <laughs> yes <laughs> and I honestly I'm thankful for Eric for that because I nitpick things now and he's like oh no like I didn't see that I'm like mm, I think I think it did happen <laughs> or it wasn't that good but um it just helps bring out, like, the little things that we need to work on and, like, you doing weightlifting and, like, absolutely hating it. And mm-hmm. there's certain things that I hate doing for, like, I'm trying to think of all the lifts that I hate. Um, power muscles, cleans. Power cleans. <laughs> yeah. Except I'm getting better yeah, at them, so I kind of like them now. Um, muscle snatches I still really hate because they just fucking suck. But let's go back. So she just said she used to not like them, but now she's getting better at them, so she <laughs> likes them. Yeah. So we start to like the things that we're good at. And I see that a lot, like, coaching CrossFit, when people are like, oh, I really hate overhead squats. But it's not that you hate them, you're just not good at them. So continuing to say that you hate them just perpetuates the problem. And then every time you see overhead squats on the whiteboard, you're like, shit, like, I'm really not looking forward to it. And then, like you said in the beginning, you come into the gym with this negative attitude. Yeah. Instead of taking that opportunity to kind of flip it around and be like, okay, I'm not good at overhead squats yet. Yeah. But... Like, I used to really, really, I mean, I still don't love a lot of weightlifting, but I start to enjoy it. Like, with my shoulder, I haven't been able to lift in a long time, and I did cleans the other day and literally cried happy tears at the gym. And if you told me two years ago that I'd be happy crying over getting to touch a barbell, I'd be like, (laughs) you're on drugs. Yeah. Um, I think that it's almost like, because I don't hate them, because I know why I'm doing them. And I tell Eric this all the time. I'm like, oh, muscle snatches. He's like, they're going to make you better. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm just like, I I get frustrated because I go into it and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do this and get amped up. And then when it goes bad, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then since it's been the same workouts for the past like two months, I get excited every week to go in and try to get better at it. And even yesterday... Um, but I guess this is a really great example because I wanted to walk out of the gym <laughs> and honestly, someone who has a fixed mindset probably would have mm-hmm. with the way that like I felt I was so sore, could barely get out of bed yesterday morning. Um, 
I was tired. I like hadn't really eaten as much as I should have before I went to the gym. It just was not fun. My block cleans were just, I felt like I was going through the motions. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get this done. And I was like, hmm, I'll just leave the gym and like come back tomorrow and finish the rest of my workout. And then I saw someone's post on Instagram. It was like, oh, I just walked out of the hospital at 5 a.m. I did this, this, and this, and now I'm at the gym squatting 500 pounds. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you wrote, nobody fucking cares, work harder. Yep. And I was like, okay, no one's going to care that I'm freaking tired right now. So I was like, whatever, like, we'll get a vein, I'll chug that, and <laughs> <laughs> go. And so my last exercise is push press. And they, they're either good or they're either hot garbage. So yesterday, like, going into the gym, I was like, okay. I read the workout, and I was writing in my notebook, and Eric wrote, it was four by three at 145. And the way I write it in my notebook, I write the exercise, I write sets, times reps, weight, and then I do one, two, three, four, like five however many sets to X off. And he had also written for in my program, if you miss twice, drop down to 140. And I was like, oh shit, like that's kind of scary. And I, I would, happens. yeah, but I, so normally I would write that in my notebook. I was like, there's no way I'm writing this today because I'm not gonna miss. So <laughs> I guarantee if I had written that in my notebook, I would have been like paranoid because every time I'd go back to look at it, I'd be like, okay, well, 140. And obviously knowing 140 is easier, it probably would have been like, eh, not gonna try. Yeah. Um, so that definitely, that mindset of not letting yourself fall into the comfort, I guess, and like pushing yourself was the best thing. But it still fucking sucks. <laughs> like to have to fight your mindset. Because I really wanted to leave yesterday. Like I was so excited to walk out of the gym. Yeah. So excited. So I feel like that circles into the next question we got, which is how do we dig deep when yeah. we're competing? So I don't know if we have to, I mean, the question specifically was when you're competing, but I feel I like think it's just we can, competing. yeah, we can talk yeah. about it in training too. Cause I, cause we have feelings like that all the time. Yeah. And how many times are we on the platform a year? Well, like two, three, that's going to be my third time in November. Yeah. It's going to be what you're, you've only been once this year. Once this year. Yeah. yeah. One, twice and then, in the past calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. And with CrossFit, like there aren't very many opportunities yeah. to compete. So I think it's something that. Just like you practice the lifts, and they talk about this, talked about this in the Champions Mindset book, but just how you practice in training your lifts and all that to like be on the platform, like it's the same thing with mindset. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in the right mindset when you're training, it's probably not going to transfer how you want it to in the platform. So if you're saying, "Oh, I hate this," like I don't want to do this in your training sessions, and then you go to the platform. To compete, then like, <laughs> you're gonna probably have the same thought process, and honestly, I think that's what happened in my last meet because mm. I missed my I was missing snatches all week, and I was like, fuck. And then I get to the platform, and like, I was so worried about missing a snatch, I missed a snatch. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, for me personally, this is literally stupid. For me, when I know that it's like a heavy lift. Or it's something in my training session. I look at the reps and it's more than like three reps at a time. I'm like, oh shit. Um, I honestly, I'll walk to the bathroom and give myself like a pep talk like in my head. And I just like get away from the bar and like 
step away from the weights and then like come back like I'll do all my warm-ups and then go to the bathroom and then like the working weight is there and so that really helps a lot too like the positive self-talk like positive mindset like envisioning myself lifting the weight mm-hmm. that I have to do before I go and do it and <laughs> the other thing is when it's heavy or it's like a one rep max or whatever I will walk up to the bar <laughs> I'm literally picturing myself like either like squatting or cleaning cleaning I, I don't know if I do it as much when I snatch but definitely like squats deadlifts cleans <laughs> I <I'm> scared <laughs> I, I know because it's a, only a few people know I will sit oh. there and <laughs> they're nervous too about what you're gonna say I will sit there I look at the bar and I, usually in training, if there's a mirror in front of me, I say don't, I say don't be a fucking bitch. I love it. <laughs> and I lift the weight, and sometimes I don't realize that when I have my headphones in, I say it out loud at the gym. Oh my and god! People I would it. be so scared of you. <laughs> so, someone was like, Taylor, what did you just say? I was like, Oh, I was talking to myself. And he's like, If you say that next to someone else, they're gonna be. Thinking you're talking to that, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> whatever, that's fine. Maybe you are. Maybe I am. And I, but honestly, I don't know. I know that's like bitch is like a derogatory tor- term, but for me, I'm like, okay, well, like yeah. bad bitch, badass yeah. bitch. Like I think of it in a positive light. So I'm no, like, I like don't be a fucking bitch. <laughs> Let's Do go it. lift the weight. <laughs> um, and a majority of the time it works. If I'm like no, just saying it to say it because it's a routine, then it doesn't work. But if yeah. I'm like actually thinking it. it and feeling it, 100% works. <laughs> I like that. I feel like for me, again, it's different because I like my sport and my competitions are usually like up against somebody else. I mean, I guess not online because you don't see the other competitor, but like in like a local comp, like there's people next to you. Yeah. Right? So when I train, a lot of times I try to like picture somebody competing against me especially if there's like running or something in the workout like it like this morning I was really tired when I was running and I was like it was like my last round of 200 meters and I could not breathe and I was like okay it's okay to slow down and I was like no and I pictured someone running up ahead of me that I like had to catch and I try to think about that and then in like a lot of the competitions we do at CrossFit are like I said online and you don't know the competitor scores and I try to remind myself not just in competitions, but like in training, that my competitors are doing the same thing I'm doing, and they're not, like they're not taking breaks. Maybe they are, but I don't yeah. let myself think that. Like I tell myself all the time, if I'm really tired, like when Taylor was saying, 